Podcast Studios. This, this is After 9 with Scott and Kat. Hey now. What's up? Kat, big day today. Huge day for you. I thought about you yesterday when it happened. When the delay happened. It wasn't even, I don't even think we, do we call that a delay, a postponement, whatever. Postponement's a good one. Postponement, bills. And then they announced the day and the time it was going to happen. A Monday at 4-ish p.m. That's that's perfect for us morning radio people. Yeah. Just perfect. It's about time. There's more sports happening during the day. Ugh, you we must don't, be so excited. We don't need to stay up until 11 o'clock no. at night to figure out who won a fucking game. Can we add award shows to that list? Well, and yeah, award All shows are another things, one. you know? You know, people have lives and people have things to do. And we have a television industry that's wandering around, banging their heads against the wall, trying to figure out why people aren't watching it anymore. Maybe it's become inconvenient. Maybe people don't want to stay up till 11 o'clock at night to watch a live show. And, and you know what? If you actually go to a Raptors game, Leafs game, Bills game, these games get out at, what, 1030? You got to wait till the 11 o'clock train. You're not home till after midnight. And people people don't want that. It's not worth it. While we're criticizing sports, let me do one more. Right now, right next to Highmark Stadium in Buffalo, they're building the new Buffalo Bills Stadium. After what happened this weekend, is there any better indicator that they should put a damn roof on it? Honestly, they're uh, paying people 20 bucks an hour to go and shovel out the 500 level. So I didn't know D- Detroit had a roof, but I learned that over the weekend because I was keeping track of all this stuff because I find it hilarious. Even though I don't watch football, I still find all this. St- I'm like, what is happening? So Detroit has one, but Buffalo doesn't like riddle me that uh-huh. Buffalo should have one. You think Are they in denial? Well, I mean, hey, it doesn't happen. Or did they not think they'd make it this far? I guess. Is that the problem? Didn't think we'd be playing in January. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> Thought we'd drop out before Christmas every year. <laughs> well, I mean, hey, uh, I don't know if this is a pattern or if this is going to repeat itself. It is an El Nino year for the first time in a few years. And and being right at the tip of Lake Erie, the yeah. eastern tip of Lake Erie. Yeah, That's where Orchard snow. Park is. You get a lot of snow there. It's called Lake Effect, and it yeah. just rips off the water and dumps just a few miles inland, which happens to be where the stadium is. So maybe they should put a lid on it, but hey. Those Bills fans are crazy. Whether there's a lid or yeah. not, that game's going to be sold out today. You're right. You're right. I just, uh, have you ever been to a game when it's that freezing cold before? Yeah. So the last, uh, maybe three or four times ago that I was at a game, it was about minus five Celsius. And it was cold. Oh, that's not, I mean, that's cold, but like this is fucking frigid. So what you got to do is, you got to do boots, snow pants, good parka. You're going to have to wear a toque. And hear me out on this. I really think we should normalize Ski goggles for everyday wear. Okay. You Not would- just for going down a hill. We should wear ski goggles when you're walking your dog, when you're playing with your kid, when you're working outside. Well, free because you can really freeze your eyes. Yeah. You can. You could freeze your eyes like you can freeze any other part of your body. They're wet. They're yeah. <laughs> Thank you. That's true. It's true. Do you do you walk your dog in this weather? Like with A, a do you walk your dog in this weather, period? And for- I'm talking minus 20 or below. And B. If you do, do you wear ski goggles? Four times a day, I walk the dog. No matter what, though? I've got it. Yeah, I've got it. Oh, Leo won't do it in this weather. His paws are so sensitive. Yeah, and I feel bad for dogs like that. I've got a, a big backyard, but it's all concrete because of the pool and Oof, the cabana and the kitchen cold. and all that sort of shit. So there's no grass in my backyard. So I have to walk the dog four times a day so that right. he can go pee and do his business. Right, right, right. So, yeah, I freeze my nuts off on days like yeah. today. But I did just yesterday resign myself to the fact that we're going to be wearing snow pants for dog walks for That's the next okay. couple of weeks. Do it.
and do I, it. I'm going to get some ski goggles. I am. Yeah. Fuck this. I was walking yesterday and the wind was whipping in oh. my face at like 80 kilometers an hour. I'll say it again, by the way. The wind is worse than it used to be. You want to talk about climate change? Stop talking about the temperature. It's the wind. The wind is crazy the last few years. It's been whipping, man. It's been whipping. You're it, right. It's really, really bad. But anyway, uh, Go Bills, going to be a great game today. Go Bucks. I know your husband's a Tampa Bay fan. Yep, huge fan. And we'll see what happens after today. Then we'll know what's going to happen this coming weekend. Let's talk about the weather. That weather this weekend was nuts. Insane. Where I am in Burlington... There's nothing on the ground. Isn't that so interesting? I was driving to the studio today, which is in Kitchener. For those who don't know, I live in Burlington. So I'm coming up Guelph line. And as I get further and further and further north toward the 401, more and more and more snow. And I'm thinking, wow, they got hammered here. We have zero snow on the ground. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's nuts. So Friday night, we had a, a little work party postponed from Christmas because everyone was sick at the time we were supposed to do it. And then, of course, our luck, we get shitty weather. And because you were coming from far away, by the way, do you know how many people messaged me because I put a group photo on my stories like, where's Scott? I don't see Scott in the photo. I'm like, well, it's shitty weather. And he doesn't live close to where we were doing the party. So give him a break. Yeah, I mean, it was a <laughs> blizzard on Friday night. It was night. brutal. I can't blame him. But we did. Uh, we went to like the racetrack. That was our, our get together. And so I arrived, it was 6 p.m., and it was light snow. Like, I mean, really light snow. And this was in KW, light snow. And then I thought, okay, this this might not be so bad. I'm, I'm probably going to make it through the whole thing because I already said in advance, like, if it starts, like, snowing like crazy, I'm out. Like, I'm out. It's not worth it. So we were go-karting. And, and Octavia was uh, was with me, too. It was fun. Uh, we had a great time. And then by the time I left there, it was, like, just after 8 o'clock. I ghosted hard, by the way. Dave will probably tell you the story. Maybe he'll say it on Friday because he took a video of me ghosting everybody. I just left. Really? Didn't He's even like, say goodbye? He's like, are you going to say goodbye to people? I'm like, no. <laughs> I said, bye to you. Bye. <laughs> this is me saying bye. Bye. He's like, you're just going to ghost like that. I'm like, yes, because I don't want it to be. It's a big deal when you leave places, right? And I'm open and I'm honest. I ghost. And I don't give a shit if that hurts your feelings. I'm, I'm leaving because I'm not going to hug every single person. Like I watched our buddy Simon here that we work with leave. Yeah. And it was like a whole, it took him five minutes to leave. I'm not, in, I'm not playing that game. I'm just leaving. I'll see all y'all on Monday. <laughs> I'm out the door. So I ghosted and he actually got a video of me. So I'll play it. But by the time I left, just after eight o'clock, it's amazing how quick the snow fell. So Friday night was the most insane. And then it didn't stop. Saturday kept on going. Sunday morning got a little bit. It was mostly blowing snow though on Sunday. So finally I got out and about on Sunday. But my God, it was a crazy weekend. I, uh, yeah, I'm a little jealous. I was looking forward to a storm and like I said, nothing in Hamilton, Burlington, Mississauga, Uh. like it's around the lake. They got that forecast spot on for this one last week and and it was, uh, yeah, like I said, I got nothing on the ground, but let's move on. We got a whole bunch of things to get to in this episode. At the end of this one, you can hear today's missed connections, but I thought we'd run down some of the things that are happening in the world right now. And we're going to get to that in like two minutes. Just hear me out for one sec. Let's talk about this. Something weird is happening in the office. We have a, a great team here. You, Some of them you hear on the radio, some of them you don't. Yeah. People do different things in a radio station. And, and I'm going to say it. Some of the younger people that work here are doing something like I've never seen before. What? What are they doing? I just walked through the, the office to get to the washroom. Looked over and and there's someone from our promotions department standing at the sink in the kitchen, washing dishes. 
in slippers. Oh, <laughs> that's amazing. She decided, you know what? I'd rather be comfortable at work. Yeah. So I'm going to bring my slippers. I don't hate work. on that. I don't really? hate on that. No. Isn't there like a minimum threshold for professionalism in a workplace where we're all being paid to be there where, yeah, I get it. Your nice, cozy, Ugg slippers are great at home, not in the office. Get where your slippers in like, the office. Can we bring in Octavia for a second? I feel like Octavia, if we told you just bring in your slippers, would you even question it? You'd do it, right? 100%. I feel like I do it too. Easily. Well, why don't you also bring in amazing. your baby blanket and a bottle to suck on or something like oh, that? Get out of here, pretty boomer. I did when I was in Hamilton. <laughs> 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 That's right. Octavia used to work at our, our Hamilton station. She was opping from, from that end because we're on multiple stations in the morning. I think most people know on energy. So she was our op there. And when she came here, she's like, oh, I got to dress up a little bit, I guess, for these people. Yeah, because <laughs> there's people in this <laughs> because office. there's people in this office. There's no people in that office. And the answer is no. I think this time of year, don't we catch people some slack? No, not at work. Not at work. Hey, if you want to, hey, it's not a matter of be warm. It's not like we're saying, yeah, wear the company coat, even though we only have spring coats because you got to wear the company coat. No, if you're cold, wear your winter coat. You want to wear a toque? Great, no problem. But this isn't your fucking living room. You can't come here in slippers or you can't bring your slippers in and, and just make you yourself. Can, though. Why, why don't we just you light can. a goddamn fire in the corner you or something like it. that? There's no policy here that says you can't wear your slippers or is there? I mean, I I felt weird coming to work today because I decided I'm going to be a good patriotic Bills fan and I'm wearing a hoodie today. I don't often wear a hoodie to work because I feel like that's not the level of professionalism that people expect nobody in an you. office. Other and I'm the, on the other radio. Than, other than these people, nobody sees you. So what do you care? Right. And they're all in hoodies too. I don't know why. I just feel like I, I need to hold myself to a different winter, standard. I winter, like maybe spring, summer, I hear you because that's when I'm, I'm usually like more often. Uh, I dress up a little bit more, right? Like uh-huh. certain days, maybe not, but certain days I will. Winter, it's fucking freezing cold. We get up at the crack of shit. So like I'm wearing whatever the fuck I want to wear. I don't blame them. They have to sit there all day answering to emails and doing all the hard work they have to do. They want to do it in their slippers. I think all that matters is that you're doing the work. We don't have people coming in here. Who comes in here? It's just all people that work here. If you work at like a, an office, insurance company, whatever, I don't know, lawyer's office, it doesn't matter. If any of those places, I'd say, yeah, for sure. There's, that's why there's a dress code. Do we even have a dress code? Like, honestly, I'd have to ask Dave. If Dave was here, I'd ask him, and he might not even know. Uh, professional office decor, appropriate for the workplace, is the general, if there's no defined work dress code, then it would just be professional attire. I don't know if that counts for us. Anyway, I don't hate it. I thought I think it's cute. I guess it's just, what, what if you go to a real job? Like, not that this isn't a real well, job, you, but I mean, it's not exactly the... Yeah, but you take advantage of what you got when you have it. I guess. We're in a just, setting where it's like, it's we don't have to wear a suit, so don't wear a suit. So what if they decided, you know what, I just can't work unless I'm in my pajamas and, and just start coming well, in Well, that would PJs. be a them problem. Like, well, then, then they're not going to get a job that they want if that's what the job they want. Is that not the same thing, though, coming into work in your pajamas versus coming in and putting your slippers on and walking around like you're in your living room? I, I don't know. I saw it and I was shocked. I was like, what the hell is this? Wow. If you want to have a pair of shoes for work or something like that because you wear your boots to and from, everybody understands that. No problem. But slippers? I feel like we've gone too far down the relaxation <laughs> rabbit hole. It's too much. People, there has to be a minimum are, level of decorum. Man, I don't know. It's 2024. People are showing up on time. <laughs> Can't we just like be happy about that? Like, honestly. Kat, today's a big day. It is your favorite Blue Monday.
I love Blue Monday because it's a chance to turn that shit around. For those who don't know, we'll go through it again. Blue Monday is when they figure everything is hitting its pinnacle. You've got people depressed because it's the holidays are over and they're back into their regular routine. It's cold. We're lacking daylight and financial pressures. Financial pressures. Interesting that they made the carbon tax rebate come out today on Blue Monday. Maybe that'll help turn some people's frown upside down. I think in Ontario, it's what, 240 bucks or something yeah, like that? Yeah. Oh, okay, great. But generally speaking, your credit card bills from the holidays have come in and your check is not keeping up to the demands of the people who have their handout. So that's why they call it Blue Monday. It's an actual concern if you work in this field, like at CAMH, for example, yeah. the hospital that deals with mental health issues. In fact, they, in advance of Blue Monday, came out with a couple of good things. They said, number one, get light. Get some light. Now, fortunately, the sun is shining today, but if it weren't, their suggestion is get to a bright room. I don't think anyone in the healthcare industry will ever recommend that you take vitamin D, but this is a recommendation from me. Vitamin yeah. D helps a lot. Replace some of the vitamin D that your body's not getting because we haven't had any sunshine. They also recommend reaching out to family and friends, especially if you're feeling down today because there's a lot of stuff to be down about. I mean, when you look at the interest rates, inflation, and yada, 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 people are feeling the, the pressure. So if, if Blue Monday is compacting all that, reach out to family or friends. Don't be afraid yeah. to say if you need help. But generally speaking, you don't need to think of Blue Monday as a down day. Kat's got a whole other theory on this. Yeah, and I've, I've been talking about this for years because I think Blue Monday, it's one of those things that they say, sure, but it's also something to talk about, right? So a lot of the time, you'll, you're going to see this, right? If, you, if you're the type to watch like the news, you're listening to radio, people are talking about Blue Monday. And I feel like if anything, that kind of spreads it a little bit more like, oh, I should feel depressed. I kind of do feel depressed today. But it is one of those days. I mean, you make great points. Vitamin D is one, a good one. They make some great suggestions there. I say, yeah, call, call a friend that makes you happy. Do something that makes you happy. Maybe for you, that means you draw yourself a nice bath or you go order that food that you don't usually do on Monday just to make yourself happy. Or you know what I did yesterday that was amazing? Because they say, research says, just planning vacations makes you happy. So maybe for you, and like this for me, I'm not planning a vacation, I'm going anywhere anytime soon. I'm not, I'm not doing it. Just talking about it yesterday, I was with some family talking about what are we going to do this summer? What am I going to do into the fall? Like, what are my thoughts on vacation? Just that can make you happy. Even pre-planning, not even necessarily booking anything. If you want to book something, go for it. But even talking about, yeah, I want to get to a Jays game this summer. Yeah, I want to go to that campsite this year. Even talking about that ups your mood, sometimes more so than the vacation itself. So maybe that's a good tip for you. I don't know. It worked for me yesterday. I felt great after I was talking about all these things that I wanted to do this year. Um, but whatever it is for you that makes you happy, do it and turn it around. I like the self-care thing. You mentioned some great ones. Do something for you. Yeah. And planning is great for a vacation. Booking is even better. <laughs> if you can manage to book it now, yeah, do it. Why not? Yeah. Are we at the point yet where vacations have gotten cheaper? Because they were really raping us over the holidays. I mean, some of the prices, they were charging like 2500 a week for an all-inclusive in fucking Cuba yeah. over the holidays. Have they come back down to to regular prices again that we're all used to, like the 1000 to 1500 bucks? You know, it depends on who you ask, where you're going, obviously, and who you go with, and who you're going with in terms of like travel groups. Because some travel agencies, like online, right, if you do Sunwing or whatever, if that's your cup of tea, will have different deals. But January, February... Uh, maybe into March, but I'd be careful there just because when it comes to March break, they're going to make everything more expensive around that time anyway. 
But if you are thinking about traveling, I think they do have some good last minute deals. And because of all those things we mentioned about financials, I think there's going to be less people doing it anyway. So if you want to try to book a quick getaway for the next couple of months, great. I don't know what it looks like when you're booking out far. Like, for example, if I was like, I want to go in April, May, June, whatever. I don't know what that's looking like in terms of price. I haven't looked at anything, but I... I would imagine that the next couple of months it would be cheaper to book now so that you don't have to worry about those prices increasing, which is possible. Let's go through a couple of things that are trending today. Louis Vuitton is back. They've teamed up with Pharrell, you know, the guy who sings happy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They're selling a brand new Louis Vuitton lunch bag. It's meant to look like a brown bag, but it says Louis Vuitton on it, so it's clearly not just a regular brown bag. <laughs> so you pay a lot of money to look cheap? Yeah. Is that what it is? It's amazing it's how so often stupid. that happens. It's fucking it's dumb. Oh, so stupid. But it happens all the time. And by the way, if you can afford, how much is it? $3,130. Oh. If you can afford a Louis Vuitton lunch bag that looks like a brown bag, you're not even bringing lunch to work. I guarantee you you're the type of person that's you're going out to lunch. You're not even packing a sandwich, so stop with that bullshit. Or you're putting drugs in it. That's for fucking <laughs> cocaine dealers. You know what I mean? Yes. I mean? That's for people trying to hide all their meth and shit. No, I don't know about that. But you know what I mean? Like, it's not for, you're not doing it for that reason. Or you're buying it for someone to look cool. I don't know. It is made of cowhide leather, and it has a blue fabric fastener, which they say resembles how a lunch bag might look if it were taped shut. Oh, that's silly but you know what people might buy it which is the sad part the sad part is they right? will buy it why would anyone and by the way is it regular people like you and i that are going out to buy this or is this the children of rich people who will in the same way they harassed their parents to get them every stanley mug color there is now going to say i need the louis bag yeah is this just for like really rich snobby people maybe yeah i could see that a lot in a lot of private schools and stuff like that Today is, yeah, oh, we have to be a private school staple. (laughs) Today is Martin Luther King Jr. Day. Uh, You mentioned this on the radio today. He would have been 95 today. Is that right? Yeah. I feel like we don't do a lot of MLK education in Canada. And and I know that this is primarily an American thing, but it's a holiday in America today. And it matters so much even in Canada, too. And I think about the only time of the year, when is it, guys? It's usually Black History Month, if, if anything, right? That it's even learned in schools, too. Yeah, I wish they would do a little more. Uh, I feel like we've made some good uh, strides, changes in education over the last couple of years. Seems like we're teaching some more practical things. That's been a focus of this education minister. Uh, I'd like to know that kids are learning more about Martin Luther King Jr. Black Lives Matter is another one, right? That's more recent. Uh, yeah, absolutely. And and I'm glad to see that there's some education there. I just feel like we could go a little further and, and really dig deep into stuff like that in comparison to some of the other things that we Probably wastes way too much time on. Uh, the Leafs have lost four in a row. Are we ready to give up? <laughs> Just ahead of the All-Star game, too. What a time to shit the All-Star- bed. Yeah, that's embarrassing, isn't it? How do they go out on that West Coast swing? And they weren't great teams they were playing, but they beat L.A. They were looking good. You've got the number one scorer in the NHL. Mitch Marner just scored his 600th point. We just signed Nylander for, what was it, almost $90 million dollars. 
and these fucking guys can't score. Yeah. They lost 4-2 to Detroit last night. That sucked. What a day for Detroit. The Lions win their first playoff game in Detroit. They're going on to the divisional round, and then the Red Wings beat uh, the Leafs. This is like the greatest. Oh, and Eminem was at the game. Like the greatest day ever if you live in Detroit. Gong show, by the way, for them getting out of Detroit, too. What do you the mean? game was postponed a little, by, by a little bit, not a lot, but not by long, but they didn't even leave Detroit. Apparently it was like four 30 and they were expected at the arena. Like they're not even here. Oh shit. Yeah. It was yeah. a gong show, but uh, yeah, nonetheless, I, I don't know. I'm excited for the all-star games though. I know Bieber's really heavily involved, so I'm interested to see what happens there. And he's got his Drew House jerseys and everything. I don't know if you guys have seen it online. It's a, it's fine. It's a weird one for me. I'm surprised Bieber's doing it. I mean, he'll get attention like from segments just like this. But it's the NHL and Adidas that have teamed up with Bieber to create this new collection of jerseys for the NHL All-Star Game next month. They were designed in collaboration with Drew House. That's Bieber's fashion label. Four versions of the jersey, one for each All-Star team. They're blue, red, yellow, and white, emblazoned with a large NHL crest on top of a star. See, if you're going to design... The next-gen jerseys, like Bieber did. Those Leafs next-gen jerseys are great. People will buy them. He'll make some money. Who buys the All-Star Game jersey? Like, is he actually going to make any yes, money off will. of this? Are you kidding me? Because it's in Toronto this year. It'd be totally different if it wasn't. And you're like, yeah, buy it. But it's weird because it's in whatever. It's in uh, Detroit this year. It's in Toronto. So, yeah, I do think people are going to buy it. And Bieber fans, you know how they are. People were freaking out over the Tim Beebs hats and shit. They're not even wearing them. So yes, I do think that he's going to make a decent amount of money off of it. And there's people who are cool collect jerseys. That's what they do. Um, and they're, they're going to buy these up for sure. I know. I, I don't know if my husband would wear it, but I, for example, would buy one for my husband. Really? I don't know if he'd wear it. Like I said, but yeah, because it, again, it's in Toronto. It doesn't happen very often. Yeah. Yeah. It just seems it's like just a market, you know, a momentous thing. It's not a Jersey for the Leafs or the Red Wings no, or the Bruins no. or the Rangers. It's just an all-star. It's jersey. a collectible. It's a collectible. Huh? Okay. Hey, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe you'll see these things all over the TTC and people loving them and I can only imagine how much those are going to cost. They are colorful and different. That's for sure. I'm going to do one more quick sports mention somewhat selfishly because longtime listeners know uh, not only am I a huge fan of the Toronto Rock, but I also work for the team. And thanks to Friday's win in Halifax, now off to the best start in franchise history. Right on. They have never gone 4-0 and to start the season, and it's probably going to be 5 after this Saturday. They are playing Georgia at First Ontario Center in Hamilton. There's an offer because it's 80s night. Two caps, like ball caps. You get two hats, two lower bowl tickets, 90 bucks. That's great. When can you go to a game? When can you do have that entertainment? For that price. Yep. Uh, By the way, you have to get tickets in advance now because the lower bowl is selling out every game and they're opening up the upper bowl, which is great. Lots more room. But uh, yeah, if you want that lower bowl vibe, you got to get tickets in advance. Let's move on to a subject that is near and dear to our hearts and our privates, sex. If you've ever caved and had sex with an ex, you are far from alone. According to a new study by sex toy company, Adam and Eve. They say whether it's an attempt to get back together, relive old memories, or just, you know, hook up, 44% of the 1,000 people, 18 and older, that they surveyed have gone and slept with someone Mm -hmm. post-breakup. What's more, it's women really skewing the numbers. More than half, 54% of women 
have gone back and had sex with an ex. Are guys just very good at convincing or are women looking for something? Why is that? Why would f- women be so much more likely? I give you a few reasons. But first and foremost, I'm just going to say before I give you these reasons as to why this happens. Just forget about your ex. They're an ex for a reason. Yep. But you want to have sex, but you don't want to add to your body count. Oh. What do you do? Is that a concern to keep the body count down? I mean, in a way, sure, for yourself, maybe you think that way. It's also a comfort thing. And for women, I think in particular, um, for them to be comfortable enough to get naked and have sex with someone, you have to have that certain level. These are people who've already seen you naked, and it's not as awkward maybe because you know each other and you know what you're about. It's, it's easy. There's nothing uneasy about it, except for the fact that you have, you're having sex with your ex, except for that. But if you're okay and you're past that point of caring about having sex with your ex, then for you, it's more of a, well, I've already had sex with him. Uh, I guess I'm comfortable enough. I know the deal. I know the drill. I know what I'm in for. <laughs> I know what he's packing or whatever the case is, right? All those things that you're, you're knowing and you're comfortable with, I suppose. And then you do it. Is there really that kind of a back and forth discussion oh, in your mind? I, mean, I don't know. I'm just, I'm assuming. It makes sense. I've never done it and I, I never will. So <laughs> I don't know, but that's my guess. Yeah, as a woman, I could definitely see it from that woman's perspective of it being more women than men, that that's, those are probably things that they take into account. So it's mainly comfort and familiarity. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, along the same lines, but a little different. In the U.S., They're dealing with an issue specifically in Oklahoma. It's near Oklahoma City where something strange has appeared on traffic lights and on the sides of buildings and such. They figured out somebody has been using a drone to not just drop but also attach dildos and other sex toys to streetlights and other hard-to-reach spots where crews would have to clean them up. Are they just bored? Why? They must be bored. It's Oklahoma, and it's oh, the winter. Oh, right, right, right. What I can't understand is why you'd go out and drop, I don't know, 50 bucks on a big fucking dong and then take it and stick <laughs> it to a stoplight. Maybe they were used or found. <laughs> Not just a stop sign, like the actual light at the intersection. These are going way up to make it hard for the city staff to get them down. Oh, my gosh. They're like the new running shoes? Is that what this is? Very much. Very much. <laughs> the first sighting was last Wednesday. Someone called the cops. Weird person to call about this. Somebody called the cops because there was a dildo stuck at the top of a traffic light. <laughs> the person... Also, uh, put one on the town water tower and stuck another one on the side of Walmart. <laughs> now, they say it sounds like it's mainly happening in suburbs of Oklahoma City. I'm just picturing that right beside the Walmart sign. Walmart, <laughs> dong. <laughs> Walmart, dangling rabbit. <laughs> uh, in one case, they tied two dicks together and, and they like threw it over the lamp. So that somebody had to go up and actually like swat it off. <laughs> Crazy. Now, Imagine being the person called to that job though. Like, <laughs> hey, uh, Albert, I got a job for you. Okay, I'm ready for it. What do you need? I got, got a light that needs fixing? Nope. Got a big dick swinging. <laughs> got a big dick swinging for the light. You should just get that down, all right? The local police department says they do not condone the actions of this individual and they find this entire prank very inappropriate. Mm. 
I don't know if it's really harming anybody. Maybe a little inconvenient. If you're driving with a kid or something and they see the dick stuck to the sign, <laughs> maybe they ask what it is. You've got to think quick and come up with a good story, or you can just tell them the truth, that somebody was playing a prank. I don't know that I'd call the cops because there was a dick stuck to the side of Walmart. That seems like a weird thing to do. I mean, how, I mean, how many dicks are we talking here? Like, like you, you mentioned a few, right? Walmart, Water Tower, Light. There's at least We're, five now. There's at least five. So, I mean, this is a serial dildo. Just, I don't even know what we call this person. <laughs> vandal. Vandal. The dildo vandal. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what we're dealing with. Right. Is a serious dildo vandal? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm sure it's laughable. Like, I don't know, police will investigate or not. Will they take it seriously? It's, it's a good question. They put out a statement. You got to be real careful with those statements. You don't yeah. want to use some of the words that we've used here. You don't want to use some of the other words that are probably running through your head right now. So I get it. But nonetheless, again, this seems like um, it's like calling 911 for something stupid. Maybe you shouldn't call the cops because somebody stuck a dildo to the side of the water tower. Maybe you call like 311 and let the city know, like, hey, there's a big dick on the tower. <laughs> Y'all might want to fix that. <laughs> I, uh... We're going to be known as Dickville. <laughs> yeah. Uh, is there anything else I wanted to get to in this episode? Oh, yeah. The cold. Out yeah. west. Out west cold. We're cold here in Ontario right now, but if you're one of our amazing listeners out in Alberta, how are you doing? Minus 51 with the wind chill seems a little obnoxious. And on Saturday night, what happened was actually crazy when all the renewable energy sources that they have, like the solar power and the wind power, apparently none of that seems to work when it gets this cold. So they had a massive like catastrophe when it came to hydro. The grid yeah. didn't have enough power. So they had to last minute import a bunch of power from Saskatchewan. And they were actually asking people, please, if you're not using a room, turn off the lights. If you can get everybody watching one TV instead of multiple TVs, do that. We need to find a way to save every kilowatt of power possible. Otherwise, there's not going to be enough to keep the heat on for the entire province. This is a big problem. It's huge. My, It's funny you said that. Right before you started talking about it, my brother-in-law sent me a text and screenshot because he's like, nice sweater because I sent a snap of my sweater, which says I'm cold 24-7 which is true. Uh, perfect day for that, I think. And then he sends me a snap and he's like, okay, cat. And then screenshot of, he's in St. Albert, Alberta right now. Minus 42 with the wind chill. Oh my God. Fucking disgraceful. It is totally disgraceful. And we're getting off easy here. Like I thought minus 13, minus 21 with the wind chill. That's crazy. No, it's twice as cold in other parts of the country right now. Real bad, but it's also a little concerning. I mean, I'm hearing that people's Teslas, for example, are only getting half the number of kilometers that they typically do. It's not usually this cold. So if this cold continues on for a long period of time, we're going to have a real problem when it comes to generating enough heat and hydro. That's scary. And people are going to get stuck on the side of the road or in places where they can't charge up. Yeah. This is not good. Like, we need to rethink everything that's been put on the table in the last two years. Yeah, I know. You know what? It's true. And let's think ahead, right? Let's think about it. We need to. But uh, good luck to everybody in the cold. I don't even know how you do it when it's a... I mean, it's cold here, and I, I don't even know what to do with myself. It's freezing. The part that I found most concerning about this was WestJet, who canceled 104 flights on Friday and 87 on Thursday nationally because of the cold. Part of the reason they cited is these plummeting temperatures are so cold that it makes de-icing fluid less effective. Wait, what? 
less effective. We need perfectly de-iced airplanes before... We've got enough problems with doors blowing off and shit like that. The last thing we need is a plane where the wing ices over because it's so cold the de-icing fluid didn't work. Doesn't even work. That's one of the shitty parts about traveling this time of year because you think, ah, oh, I'm going to go somewhere warm. But leaving the airport here, I remember I got stuck in the The only time I ever got stuck in a plane was when we were de-icing the plane in this kind of weather. I remember it was awful and I was on the tarmac for like 40 minutes and it was important for them to do it. Don't get me wrong. It's safety first. But sitting there for 40 minutes while they de-ice the plane, like, ugh, it's awful. Can I give you a good de-icing hack? I was leaving Ottawa one time, and uh, we had to, it was delayed, and there was de-icing, and it was a big fucking mess. So I had a few beers with a former colleague of ours, a former engineer friend of ours. Right. So him and I were sitting in the bar to the point where we didn't even notice they were finally calling our flight. So they came down. Oh, is called, that when you ran? Yeah. <laughs> you had to run to the we're gate. Wheeling our, our carry-on <laughs> bags, running to the gate. We got on the plane, I sat down, and then they made the announcement, well, ladies and gentlemen, we're just going to scoot over to the de-icing facility and de-ice, it'll probably take about 20, 30 minutes, and then we'll be up in the air on our way to Toronto. That was the last thing I heard. I woke up in Toronto. If you can have a few drinks before you get on the plane and just sleep until your destination, you won't even give a shit about de-icing. Yeah, that's a great great tip, Scott. Kind of a weird hack, but (laughs) whatever, it worked for me. A little pricey at the airport, though, I will say. I bought a round of Caesars the last time. I was like, well, I, you know, you know, fell and die. You know, my, my aunt and uncle. So I bought a round and I, it was very expensive at the airport. I was like, holy shit. We're about to go to an all-inclusive where it's all free. <laughs> it's all included. And here I am like an asshole <laughs> buying like a hundred dollar round. <laughs> what am I doing? <laughs> but it does help the flight go faster. We were hammered on the, the flight goes by fast. Even if you're not sleeping, like even if you're just having drinks, having a good time, flight Flies by, pun intended, I guess. Flying used to be like that. Now it's very much like taking the bus and you get treated like shit. And there's no room and it smells bad. <laughs> no food. Doors are blowing out and shit. No food you or anything. You pay $19 for a shitty wrap. People used to get dressed up. It was a big deal yeah. when you were going for a flight. And yeah. you could sit and socialize. It was more room, too. You could yeah. smoke. It was great. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they don't do that anymore. Have yourselves a great day, everybody. We will leave you today with the replay of Missed Connections. Stay warm, friends. Bye. Missed Connections. Missed Connections on the Scott and Cat Show. Hey, friends. Welcome. Missed Connections is where we try and connect people who have had an encounter in the past. One of them is now looking for the other person, hoping they'll see the story that they posted online and reach out to them. They're hoping for a happy ending or just to spill the dirt from that encounter. And we love, we love taking in all that dirt, don't we? Here's the first one. You were passed out after you assumingly had too much to drink at the Tipsy Cow. The Tipsy Cow? Yeah. Good bar name. Great bar name. I could tell how much you had by the size of the frozen purple puddle beside you. Oh. (laughs) Picture it. Picture it. Once you do, you can't unsee it. (laughs) It looks like it was good going down. Not sure about coming up. You weren't alone. Two women were in the car off to the side of the road waiting for you to sober up. When you came to, I'm the one that offered you Gatorade. Unfortunately, I forgot it was grape flavor. Oh, no. And that really set you off. Up some more came. (laughs) (laughs) Is that grape? (laughs) We've all been there. We've all been there. I don't want to be insensitive here, but I'm not really looking for a hookup. 
You owe me some shoes. <laughs> Specifically, they were my new Jordan 1 Retro Low Golf Travis Scott's. Oh, no. And Neutral Olive. They cost me a G, but don't worry, I'll accept 600 <laughs> Hit me up here, or I'll see you at the Tipsy Cow next weekend. Why on earth would she reach out to him? I don't want to date you. You did make me throw up a second time. Sorry about your shoes, but I'm not giving you $600. You think I owe you $600 for... Listen, I guess that's the price of being trying to be a hero here is what we're learning. Right. Yeah. Right. It always comes at a cost. It always comes at a cost, right? Like a hero whipping out the Gatorade, too. Now, it happened to be the wrong flavor based on what she'd thrown uh. up, but nonetheless, a good try. Let's get the electrolytes up. Grape! <laughs> Great. Uh, this next one is, oh, it raises questions for me. Let's get to this. Uh, when it comes to delivery drivers specifically, and in, and in the cold weather specifically. It was Friday, chilly and very snowy, and I was craving warmth. I realized when you came to my door with my ramen to keep me warm that I had been freezing you in the process. I felt bad. So I invited you in. To my delight, you said yes. I poured you a hot cup of tea at your request, but I did try to convince you of a glass of bourbon. You said no, because you're driving. Yes. Can we just hang on a second? You shouldn't have even offered him the bourbon. He's driving. <laughs> he drove to your home. He is a delivery driver. Thank you. Do people seriously get ramen delivered? It's one of the easiest things in the world to make. Yeah, I don't know. Some places do it fancy, though. Like hard-boiled egg on top and stuff. It's too much for some people. All right. <laughs> I, I stop mean, at the hard-boiled egg. <laughs> how else would we make it? <laughs> you talked about your family and told me you didn't mind the winter weather. We were really clicking, I thought. But then some dumb lady named Lydia ruined it by ordering KFC and prompting your swift goodbye. Lydia, I don't know who you are. You're a real hoo-ha block. <laughs> Lydia. Anyway, I have your car info and, well, I have your number because of the app. I'm going to call you this weekend. No. I hope this time you bring me not just the ramen noodle, but yours. Oh. Oh, no. She I'm sorry. It. I didn't even want to say them. I didn't it. even want to say it. Oh. I didn't Bring want to noodle. say the words. <laughs> Bring the noodle. <laughs> Bring me the noodle and the broth. Mm. <laughs> Slurp it up. Oh, oh that took yikes. it too far. Yeah. <laughs> Lydia. It's all Lydia's fault. Hungry, li oh, hungry Lydia and her KFC orders <laughs> at all the wrong times. When it's really bad weather, would you not feel bad ordering something to your door? Like, I, I would not do it because I wouldn't want someone driving it. I don't want to drive in that clearly because I'm ordering something to my door. Why would I make someone else for a bowl of ramen? Like you said, I mean, you could have made it at home. Why'd you make this poor... Or did she know Did she know that maybe she'd be inviting someone in? She knew. She knew. She was feeling it. If you... Nobody makes the decision at the door. Hey, why don't you come in? You've decided in advance you're going to invite this person in. This is a premeditated thing. Yes. And you tried to fill him full of liquor, too, that's, while he was driving. That's probably exactly what happened. 
Like I can't, I can't order someone to my door for that reason. That'll take too too long and cost too much. But I can order ramen. It's <laughs> <laughs> the cheapest that, thing I can order to get somebody at my door. Now. That's legal. <laughs> Jeez. Well, driver, I feel bad for you. That was probably actually pretty awkward. You just wanted a good tip. You just wanted to have a good tip and a nice hot cup of tea. And here we go. <laughs> Lydia saved you. You're welcome. He has an option to turn down orders. I have a feeling he wanted out. I have a feeling once he oh, drank yeah. that tea, he's like, well, yeah, gotta go. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> twister wrapper. Doing it with this lady. I'm going to take it or delivering the twister wrap from KFC. <laughs> Alaska Airlines is still trying to figure out what went wrong after the door blew out on one of their recent flights. And it's that they're now giving every passenger who was on the plane a full refund and $1,500. Yeah, they're like, yeah, go get yourself some nice therapy for yourself. Talk, talk to someone. Yeah. $1,500, Alaska Airlines is like, 1500 may not sound like much, but that's what we pay for the plane. So it's... <laughs> Speaking of airlines, a United flight from Florida had to make an emergency landing after an open-door indicator light turned on. Meanwhile, on Spirit, indicator lights are how they illuminate the cabin. It's never good when the in-flight entertainment is your life flashing before your eyes. You know? <laughs> well, I heard about a 92-year-old woman in Utah who has been named the world's oldest water skier. She either broke the record or there's a boat out there just dragging an old woman. <laughs> I, I will, I'll check on that and come back.